Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. What's better than this? Guys being dudes here on the Draft Dudes Podcast. It's Joe Marino and Kyle Krabs from the Draft Network. We're your hosts, Chris Schubert, floating around as a producer. We're all from the Draft Network, and it's Monday. We're going to talk about some mock drafts, but we need to tell you about why we're here or who we're brought to you by, at least, Bet Online. It's that time of year. College basketball is in full swing with the tournament. Been crazy games all week. And if you're looking at a wager this year, Bet Online is the number one spot for all the updated odds and info, along with contests that you need to check out. Head to the website, use your mobile device to sign up today. You'll receive a 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Just use our promo code BELIEVE to get started. Bet Online is your continued source for all of your sports wagering needs, including live betting and your favorite Vegas casino games. Bet Online, it's where the game starts. Kyle, happy Monday to you. What it do? What's going on? You're waving like you're a thousand feet away the whole time. Like you're. That was kind of weird. It was, it was my princess wave or whatever, whatever oh. they they call that. It felt like you this were. This is distant. fine, you know. We, I got a new, I got a new, um, got a new setup here. Uh, we we got the home studio, right? And uh, these are new toys, and you know how I am. I can't get a new shirt to the house without immediately being like, I got to put it on. So for me to have the opportunity to have some technology toys and create some dynamic viewing content for the people, I'm pumped. And here we are. And Chris is probably going to be so irritated with me before it's, yeah, see, he's disgusted already. But if you're just listening to the Draft Dudes podcast, maybe go over to the YouTube channel today and see what all the fuss is about. I'm, I'm just saying. Chris just is saying. mad because, it's also Toronto because he can't day. control it. Chris can't control what's going on. You have the ability yes. to mess with all of his shots. And Chris is over here. I'm the producer yes. of the show. Well, and he's, it's like, it's, the, he can't do it. It's a couple of things. Kyle got Kyle and I are off on the wrong foot today because he released his new top 50 and chose to go for blood and say, any complaints, shoot them at me. So my Twitter has been going off since about four 30. Really yes. Since four 30 this morning, I've been getting <laughs> tweets. What so, an idiot. So Kyle and I are not really having a great day. And then he just comes in We're and he's got this new camera and he just walks around and the camera just moves. And the first time it has technical issues and I'm not able to help him because he didn't because he set it up on his own. Well, then he's on his own. Yeah. He's on the wrong mic and everything today. So Shuby's in his feelings. Well, yes. I've already explained my microphone situation is going to improve. I have the long I have the 20 foot cord coming. But my computer's on that side of the room, and I'm over on this side of the room. And um, we're, we're going to talk about a mock draft today. So we, I hope everybody can handle me being on my AirPods for, for a day. Joe, you, you, can you hear me all right? I mean, I'm good. It's Chris Chris is the one I'm worried about. but Yeah, I mean, he, he just stay floating in the breeze, I guess, Chris. And we'll, um, we'll get through it. We'll get through it together. Right. Uh, so Damian Parson. He put out the mock draft this week for the draftnetwork.com. We got to sure put it did. through the superlatives. Oh boy, you got stuff to say too, huh? Yes. Yes, I do. 
All right, Damien. Let's. We want to start with favorite pick down here. Of yeah. course, we'll start with a favorite pick. We'll start on a high Thanks note. She like to take honors here. I certainly have mine ready. Yeah, I mean, I'll. Obviously, the Packers trading Devontae Adams changes the landscape of the first round, and it changes the expected usage of assets for uh, Green Bay. We know they usually usually don't draft running or wide receivers high, but them getting Jahan Dotson at 22, I think is a really likable fit in that offense. We've talked for a while about how them getting more, more guys who can create with the ball and guys who aren't just height, weight, speed guys to win down the field, which they've had so many of as far as the guys who win on the outside for them uh, outside of Devontae Adams. Uh, it's a change of direction for the style of receiver, but I think about how this offense has evolved and, I think this is a good addition for them. My favorite pick, number 27, Zion Johnson, guard from Boston College going to the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Just feel like that's a great fit. That's a great uh, situation where, you know, they're going to need to replace – well, they've already replaced one, right, Shaq Mason they traded for, but they also lost Alex Kappa in addition to Ali Marpet, and so they need another starting guard. And – I don't know if like you can honestly like wait through the process and at the other side of the rainbow is Zion Johnson at 27. I think you feel really good about that. I think Zion's got a whole lot higher of a ceiling than Alex Kappa too. And we've seen Harold Goodwin, great offensive line coach there with Tampa Bay, take a rookie starter like Tristan Wirfs and plug him in at right tackle when you know the, the unit was solidified. I think if he gets his hands on Zion Johnson, it's the same thing all over again this time at guard. It's a good call, Joseph. Yeah. Hard to disagree. Yeah. So, Biggest surprise. I'll uh, I'll take the honors here on this one. My biggest surprise is Trevor Penning, the offensive tackle from Northern Iowa, going over Ikemi Kwanu from NC State. Penning goes five to the Giants. Iquanu goes six to Carolina. And I don't know what's going on with the Talent Factor podcast and and, and their disdain for. Mr. Ikemi Kwanu sliding down these, sliding out of the top five, right? Back to back weeks from Keith and, and Damian. Uh, but I love Penning, but I just, I guess I'd just be real, real surprised if he was actually selected over Iquanu. You know, I mean, if you're the Giants and you, I just feel like I know that offense, right? I know Bobby Johnson, the O line coach. I know uh, Brian Dable. I know what they want to accomplish. And Trevor Penning's a great prospect, but like, Iquanu is the guy that's done it against the top competition, similar physical gifts. I think he's got a little bit more polished technique. I don't know. I don't feel like I don't I think they're both first round prospects. I just feel like Iquanu's the better player. I'd be very surprised, and that's why it's my biggest surprise if Penning went five and Iquanu went later than that. How about Christian Watson at 32? That one kind of caught me off guard too. Um obviously Christian Watson's been one of the big winners of the draft process to this point with how he tested at the combine and how well he showed against better level of competition at the senior bowl. And like this guy happens every year. And that's not to say I I don't think there's a reasonable chance that Christian Watson ends up eventually being that guy, but for him to sneak in to, to Detroit at 32 in this wide receiver group was just kind of, I scrolling through the twenties and it's like, okay, like, Interested to see who he throws in these last couple of spots here. And he managed to still find a spot for a Jabo, um, which we'll talk about down the road a little bit here on this 
this podcast. But uh, and then Watson at 32, and that one kind of caught me off guard. Is you know I, I think there were opportunities ripe to pick uh, some BPAs as compared to addressing that wide receiver position of need for Detroit. So that that one kind of caught me off guard a little bit. All right. Tell me why is our next superlative. Tell me why. Please go ahead. I'm going to hum over. Tell me why, Kyle. Kyle, tell me why the Pittsburgh Steelers should pick Kenny Pickett at 20. Tell me why. Mm. Mm. On the heels of signing Mitchell Trubisky to a two-year contract, why would you do this? You know, and I'm not sitting here saying that your quarterback problems are solved by bringing in Mitchell Trubisky. But, but they're I don't understand that. Right. Yeah. It just, I don't know if Kenny Pickett reaches all the potential he has in the NFL. Is it, is it better than Trubisky? Like, I don't know. I, I don't know if I love that. Um, to me, this is like very much buying into the pit connection, right? The, the guy who was a, sure. a hero for the Panthers, you know, he stays in town. And if they didn't sign Mitch, like, okay, all right, if you just had Mason Rudolph and Dwayne Haskins and that was your quarterback situation entering the draft, okay, I'm here for it. Go pick Kenny Pickett. But you got Mitch. Now take the opportunity to, like, build up this roster that still has areas where it can improve and, you know, corner being one of those big spots in my mind. I just feel like that with Mitch in the building, it, it really takes away the need to force a quarterback at 20. I think that's a, a good call, and I will be revisiting that one myself. But, Joe, I'd, I'd be interested. And I was The reason why I let you go first is I was kind of expecting you to go with this one on your own. Tell me why Devin Lloyd is the right fit for the Buffalo Bills at 25, given the presence of Matt Milano, who they gave a new contract to last offseason, and Tremaine Edmonds' presence. Is this a, 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 an opportunity to transition away from Tremaine Edmonds? And I – I love Devin Lloyd, but I don't know that Devin Lloyd has the athletic profile to do all of the things that Tremaine Edmonds is asked to do for that Bills defense. So I was hoping to kind of hear you get into it. Maybe you'll get into that pick a little later, but Mm -hmm. uh, I wanted to see if you were going to take the bait and do it here because that was my choice for tell me why. I'll get to that. I'll get to that. We have some other superlatives okay. coming down the pike. (laughs) Yeah, say less. Say less, I guess. Yeah, yeah, we're good. We're good. Uh, so we got the first three down. We get went through favorite pick, biggest surprise. Tell me why. Next in the queue is the sneaky good selection. Mm. Can I call out Kenyon Green to the Cowboys at twenty four? Um, that you can, but that'd play. be boring because it's also my pick. So, oh well, no. Let's let's talk about it because obviously they let's lost have a conversation in free agency. Mm-hmm. He's signed mm-hmm. with the Dolphins, right? Kenyon Green's mm-hmm. kind of like. I feel like we're largely, and I mean this in a good way, but I also mean this as far as like having discussions around him as a prospect, like we're bored with him in the sense that like, we know who Kenyon Green is. We know he has emergency tackle potential. We know he can play guard. We know he's a really high floor offensive line prospect. And he's kind of, I've got a first round grade on Kenyon Green. And I can't tell you the Mm -hmm. last time I actively talked about Kenyon Green. Right. And when I did my last mock draft, like, he fell to 31 to Dallas. And I'm sitting here. I'm like, dude, this guy's a top 24 grade for me in the class. And it's just like, he's there. He's been established. I'm exploring other prospects. 
sometimes distance makes the heart grow fonder. And I see this landing spot with Dallas, with the Connor Williams departure, and it's like, yeah, this, this feels right. So for that reason, that was uh, my choice here. Can you bring the Cowboys? Yeah, this this Cowboys offensive line is going to have a couple of new starters this year. They moved on from Connor Williams and Lyle Collins to this point. And, um, you know, I thought it was a great value at a position of need. And we know that, you know, Dallas and, you know, part of what's made them so appealing for a while, even though I, I think we can all agree that there's been a lot of times where they've underachieved, it's been because they've had that really, really good offensive line. And so I think it's important for them to reestablish that as a, a big part of who they are as a football team especially with what you have committed in your backfield in both Dak and Zeke, right? The offensive line is going to help accentuate your two most prominent assets on offense, at least in terms of where the salary cap space is committed. But, you know, it's interesting. I I tweeted out a mock draft over the weekend, uh, a Bill-specific mock draft using the the mock draft machine on TDN and, you know, put the screenshot up there. And my first-round pick for the Bills was – um, Kenyon Green in this particular exercise. And, and I got one bit of feedback that was like, hey, what's happened to Kenyon Green? Like, what's what's up with his draft stock? And it, it prompted me to think about that. And I think about a lot of what you already said, but Kenyon's always been one of those guys that uh, if he went 15, I wouldn't be surprised, 20, 25, 30. Like, it, there's a range here with him yeah. that I, I he just fits in a lot of different spots in terms of, how high and how low I can see him going. And so I think this is probably right in the middle of that, that strike zone. And so I don't really bat an eye when I see him falling, falling to 24, because I mean, he is an interior offensive lineman. You know, those guys typically don't go super high, but uh, I think this really, when you you think about what you're trying to say, when you label something as a sneaky, good selection, I think that's what we're talking about here with, with Kenyon green at 24 to the Dallas Cowboys. Next up is the best value so I, I know that we're always gonna we're all you and I are always gonna be tempted to talk about Kyle Hamilton right wherever he goes for for this superlatives and you know last was it last week he goes he fell pretty far 20, last week wasn't it yeah he, he got into the 20s yeah he was into the 20s and not quite that far this time no so I, I'm I'm gonna well. avoid the Kyle Hamilton every week here for this that's gonna be one of my objectives okay Okay. So about, here's what uh, I do have. I, I've i got Trent McDuffie, corner from Washington, going 21 to the New England know. Patriots. Oh, you're crazy. This is, this is, a, this is to me, the, one of my favorite values. They just let J.C. Jackson walk, um, and they have a need at corner. I, I mean, obviously, if you're in the AFC, you better, you better be stockpiling corners if you want to have a chance. And I think Trent McDuffie's a guy that I love the versatility, whether it's by alignment inside and outside or by coverage concept. I think he's good in press. I think he's good in man. I think he's good in zone. He's a great tackler. He's got some ball production. The volume of ball production isn't there necessarily, but as a percentage of targets, the amount of times he gets a, a hand on the football or gets an interception, man, it's pretty high. So I think this would be a, a, a really good value pick at a premium position for the New England Patriots if they were able to get McDuffie at 21.
Tons of people take multivitamins, but it's important to choose one that is top quality. With one delicious scoop of Athletic Greens, you're absorbing 75 high-quality vitamins, minerals, superfoods, probiotics, and adaptogens to start your day right. Their special blend of ingredients support gut health, your nervous system, your immune system, energy, recovery, focus, and aging. It's also lifestyle-friendly and fits a wide range of diets. There's only one gram of sugar and no chemicals or artificial anything. Reclaim your health and arm your immune system with convenient daily nutrition. It's just one scoop and a cup of water every day. That's it. To make it easy, Athletic Greens is going to give you a free one-year supply of immune-supporting vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase. All you have to do is visit athleticgreens.com slash believe. That's B-L-E-A-V. Again, that's athleticgreens.com slash believe. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. These products are not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Athletic Greens, take ownership of your health. Okay. So it's a fine choice. But if I look at this this mock, we have Aiden Hutchinson going three to Houston. Mm -hmm. We have Kayvon Thibodeau going four to the New York Jets. We then have Jermaine Johnson going seven to the New York Giants, leaving Trayvon Walker as edge four off the board. And that for me was like, that's, if you told me you were getting edge four and it ends up being Trayvon Walker, you you better drive it like you stole it, right? Because that's excellent value. Uh, There's people that are going to make a case for him to be edge two. There's, Shoot, there's probably some people out there, and I yeah. haven't, yeah, I haven't encountered them on my timeline yet. But I would expect those people exist that say he should be the top edge off the board based on his athletic profile and his upside. In the in the last mock drafts from Daniel Jeremiah and Lance Zerline, they had Trayvon Walker as edge one, the first edge off the board. So, like, shame on me for not. not I mean, those, that's stuff. as big name media as it gets for this space, right? Like, they did that. Now, what will be interesting is the way Jacksonville has aligned themselves. It appears to be geared towards drafting an edge defender. Mm-hmm. And that that could be where these worlds clash. Where Are you going to draft Trayvon Walker one overall? Mm. Did he have him going to Atlanta, if I'm not mistaken, right? That just seems he like did. such and the, the like... It makes too much sense for it to happen, right? Like, it, it's never that easy. But certainly a good value. All right. So it's time. I guess that takes us to I don't get it. Yeah. You can probably well, guess why what don't I you have talk here. about No. Yeah. Go ahead and talk about Devin Lloyd. And then I'm going to talk about uh, Kenny Pickett. So we'll exhaust okay. this <laughs> So we just, we just flip flopped our tell me why's and I don't get it. Yeah. I don't get, I don't get Devin Lloyd, linebacker from Utah to the Bills at 25. Uh, and Damien's analysis he mentioned three linebackers he didn't talk about replacing Tremaine or Matt Milano which I think is smart because Matt Milano's locked up he just restructured he's not going anywhere and then you know Tremaine's playing on the fifth year option um, and the Bills love him I mean they, they love what tr- what Tremaine brings to this defense from a leadership perspective and they trust him with a lot of space and, and coverage and you know they they love his length and, and just like he's only 20 three uh, he's turning 24 like in may and he's been a four-year starter so a two-time dumb. pro bowler yeah, so you know what i mean like tremaine's not going anywhere you know i know that bill a lot of bills fans don't love tremaine right there's a lot of them that do but there's a lot of them that don't he's kind of a polarizing player because i think there's an expectation that he's supposed to be like one of the top three or four or five linebackers 
in the game. And I, I wouldn't even tell you that he's that, but I think he means a lot to this defense specifically for the role that they ask him to play. Kyle has his hand up. Yeah. It's, if you can, if you contextualize what he's asked to do, he might not be one of the five best performing or producing linebackers in the NFL, but if you had to isolate the number of linebackers across the entire league that are asked physically to do more, could you find five? No. No. Right. So no. naturally, there's going to be times he's exploited because he's asked to cover so much and do so much. And I think that's a contextualized piece of evaluating Tremaine Emmons that a lot of people, if, you, if you're just going to look at raw production, it's going to go right over your head. But like, he's valuable and he's especially valuable to Buffalo because what he's asked to do, a lot of people physically aren't capable of dreaming of, and you can't even put those concepts in your playbook. Yeah. I'll hop off it, the soapbox. It, well, and it's, it's also the throws that he takes away, right? Like it's the throws that don't happen because you have six, five with 35 inch arms in the middle of your defense and he's springy in every direction, right? Like it's you're funneling throws to harder areas of the field to complete passes to, and that's a big part of what yeah. he does. And so, you know, I look, we could talk for an hour about Tremaine Emmons, but as far as this pick, Devin Lloyd, we talked about Tremaine. We talked about Matt Milano. The Bills never run three linebackers. They're a four, two, five defense, highest percentage of nickel every single year for the last three in the NFL. There's not a course. There's not a course for him being a meaningful player for this defense. So I, I I'm, I'm not seeing it DP. I love you, but I'm not seeing it on, on Devin Lloyd at 25 to the bills. I will not exhaust too much of the Kenny Pickett talking points that, that you offered, but you know, his hands are growing. Did you see two, that? No, I didn't see it. Eight what and five his, eighths at the pro day, eight and five eighths, baby. Keep, keep working those phalanges, I guess. Right. <laughs> keep ironing them out. Um, you signed Mr. Biscuit to a two year deal. You're a team that feels like you're ready to compete. You no, know, say what you will. Like, Yes, Mitchell Trubisky's heat map as a passer probably overlays comparably well to what Ben Roethlisberger's does. But Mitch is an athlete. And that, at the very least, is going to give you a new layer to your offense that you currently don't have, even if the, the passing attack is still largely pop gun and within 5, 10 yards of the line scrimmage and a lot of quick hitters. So you don't sign that guy, and he went for a lot cheaper than what we thought he would. Right. I mean, our conversations on what Mitch was going to command in free agency was overly aggressive versus yeah, we were what talking he ended up landing. He got 20, what? Right. Yeah. Got two years, 14, two. Right. Yeah. 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 So is so they're not attached to him. But for him to come into the picture and Pittsburgh being where they are as an organization, that just feels like a, a low ceiling quarterback wouldn't make sense in my eyes. And that's why Kenny is a very high floor player. But I think the best version of Kenny is an average NFL starting quarterback. And for a team that's getting ready to, you know, try to maintain a winning window, the jump that you take there when you make that investment is to go swing for the fences. And that's not, in my opinion, Kenny. Yeah, you don't don't go average to average, right? Right. <laughs> Like get better, and Kenny's older. Like I just, yeah. A week ago, this would have made a lot of sense, but now it doesn't. Not anymore. 
And that's why we covered it here from two separate angles. Tell me why, and I don't get it. We hope you guys enjoyed the Mock Draft Monday post-free agency, post-week one of free agency. Free agency never stops with the exception of the period that we're just uh, coming out of now. Uh, post-free agency week one mock draft courtesy of Damian Parson or thedraftnetwork.com. I'm Kyle Krabs with Joe Marino. Nailed it. Oh! Nailed the point if you're here on the YouTube channel. I nailed it. With the and new camera, is it, Schubert, is it? And wow. Chris Schubert of the Draft Dudes from the Draft Network. We hope you guys enjoyed. We want to thank our friends at Bet Online for their continued support of the podcast. We want to thank you for watching and or listening. Make it a good Monday. We'll talk with you guys again tomorrow. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.